Welcome to our Lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. And this week, we dedicate our episode to the shot stoppers, the glove wearers, the last line of defence, the number ones. Yes, it's been a week of goalkeepers, so this is our tribute to them. Between the sticks this week, on his own, uh, no number two to take his place. Uh, it's Stuart Izzard. Hello, Stuart. Good evening. Good evening. How are we? All right. Very good, thank you. Uh, no, John, this week. Um, he's in the middle of a an, an emotional move. Um, not not from one club to another, but from one <laughs> town to another. So uh, it's me and you, kidder. Yeah, and um, we've got a fair bit to talk about, um, and I think we need to talk to start with about goalkeepers at our club because oh. they both had a really good week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And I started yeah, Len- with with Leno against um, Leeds United, um, and he made an absolutely fantastic save that went through Maitland Niles' legs in the first half of that game. Um, is it against Jack Carrison took the shot of like a volley was, yeah. Yeah. and you know that really set the tone for that match and uh, put us into a good position now in the um, EFL Cup is it still called the Carabao Cup? Carabao, can never work yes. out yeah. they don't it's seem still, to always still... call it that do they? no but it, oh. I mean it's still it's still the League Cup it's so it's it's all for League yeah yeah English Football League Cup, yes, but yeah, Carabao um, sponsor it. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that game first then. So a complete change of side, Smithrow apart. Um, or Smithrow and Ben White, wasn't it, who uh, remained yeah. from the weekend. And yeah. uh, Ben White was withdrawn. I was quite, worried. Uh, it was quite early in the second half, wasn't it, that he yeah, sort of I was appeared to be injured yeah, um, I was quite, quite badly. Worried. Yeah, I, but, I must admit, when he went down, you're thinking, "Oh God, did we need to play him?" Did did, mm. and then obviously it turned out afterwards. You don't know that because I did think when, when he walked off, I thought, he, and he sort of half jogged off, didn't he? And I thought, yeah. well, that doesn't look like someone with a bad injury. And then it turns out he he'd just been feeling rough, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. So um, in a way, it kind of helped us because obviously. Callum Chambers came on and had that immediate impact. 23 seconds later, we're 1-0 up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, everyone delighted for Callum Chambers. It was quite a a, a sort of... um, It was quite a heartwarming thing because, you know, obviously he's not been given... You were expecting him to play in that game generally, wouldn't you? Um, Yeah. And they had picked Rob Holding and Ben White to go at the centre centre-back position, um, and he comes on and makes that immediate impact. Um, goal yeah, line no, decision he's... system, not sure whether that worked or not. Um, <laughs> but it I obviously think it's a little goal. bit different, isn't it, the the, the EFL Cups, and because there's no VAR. Is there's it, no VAR, but I think he's still, the ref was still wearing a watch, Andre Mariner was still wearing a watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the goal line yeah. thing. Um, and I think I, th- I think it comes in in this... Is it the next round or the semi-finals? I'm not sure. Oh, I've got to say, what a draw we've got. Yes, very good. I mean, um, if you had to if you had to 
sum up a Saturday that was a good Saturday. It's, I was standing, Rebecca and her boyfriend were sitting at the table having a cup of coffee. Yeah. And I just walked the dog and I came in. I went, oh, oh, it's Carabao Cup draw. I know that sounds weird because you're not really ever bothered about it. But um, being that we haven't got many competitions to be in this season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, so, and, and I was standing there and obviously they got Arsenal was number one. And I'd seen Sunderland was number six, standing there. And, um, yeah, out comes number one. I'm going, come on, six. Come on, the six. And um, Becca's boyfriend doesn't really follow football at all. Mm. And they went, and it's ball number six. So they even hated sitting at the table because <laughs> I'd called it. But, yeah, no, it was, it was quite good. It was um, quite good. The, the Sunderland boss before the draw had said, uh, Lee Johnson had said, I'd love to play Arsenal or Tottenham away, and then we'll wait for the really big guns when it's two legs. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's going to regret that, saying that. Well, <laughs> so. you never know. I mean, it's, it's a, it, you know, they'll, they'll be up for it. I know they're, you, you'd expect us to win, but you need to have players ready to take them on, don't you? But I thought we did, I thought we did a, a job on Leeds, you know? Yeah. Didn't, didn't concede, like you said earlier. Leno, Leno had a good game. Um, listen, it, it, you know, there's not many many football clubs that have got two outstanding goalkeepers. No, and I, I just I just think you can see now that that with Leno, it, there is no way back into the first team at the moment, is there? No, because I mean the response from, I mean the response from Ramsdale in that game against Leicester was immense. Yeah. Oh. Um, like if it there just, was any doubt, uh, he had probably the one of the best performances I've ever seen as a goalkeeper. Not just yeah. because of the saves he made. The, I mean, it was his distribution. Yeah, there was some, there gave, was some he, flat kicks in that game that were to Lacazette, which were out of this world. Yeah, like yeah. you would imagine if I don't know if someone like um, Ronaldinho had kicked the ball to Lacazette, yeah, he, he would yeah, have been. Yeah. They would have yeah. been lauding it, but for being a goalkeeper and the one where he goes to do like a big kick and kicks it flat, yeah, that's yeah. a skill. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so yeah. that was amazing. the The saves were amazing. The one against Iniacho where he put, pushes it past the post, or he tips it past the post. The free kick from Madison is the goal of the season, maybe even yeah. the decade. I can't think of a better save from a free kick. Um, no, I've got to say you 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 struggle, wouldn't you? It it was it was just. He I mean, was I so think, far away from it when it when it came in. Yeah, um, he was worried. Think. He knows Madison. He said after the game, and he thought he might try and do him on his side. Um, yeah, well, they've obviously been together with England, so he's he's watched him, he's seen him, and and yeah, he. he but to get across that goal the way he did, it was almost. I, I was sort of picturing, of what you, you know, loads of people. He's been doing the rounds, YouTube, and all the all the various social media things. But it was almost like um, a Sylvester Stallone escape to victory moment, yeah, you know, yeah. or or um, what's his name? Um, who was the guy in Mean Machine? The one with Vinnie Jones, Joe Statham. You know, when you see him 
and he was making saves. But when you see the filming, he's on a trampoline and he's jumping. Yeah, that's how that's how good it was. It, it, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I, mean, I, 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 I still can't work out watching it over and over whether he gets something on on the second save from Johnny Evans because obviously you made that he save, does. but he Evans is there the most alive to what's happened and and gets a shot on target and it I, I, I think he's he just got something on it it looks yeah, like um, I think I think he's um I think he's acted as a break isn't he, he yeah he, I don't think there was any real part of his body he knew that was but he's tried to block it and all it's done it has it has rolled under him but he slowed it down yeah, enough that party was able to to get it off the line and and and, and clear it but yeah it Brilliant, but yeah, not detracting again from from Leno the other night. It was great. I mean, the the leads the leads I thought was was good. You know, it was a, just a job done with with apart from like you said, Smith Rowe. We we got through a game. Potentially, I think Leeds are on a little bit of a or, or certainly yeah, at the time on a bit of a slippery slope. You know, I think teams have worked them out a bit, but we've done a job. You know, and and, and fair back to. Eddie for for chasing that. I did think he was going to miss it. <laughs> he, he did but, miss it, didn't he? Well, I mean, he it basically, did, but... it's like one of those sort of golf shots where you're trying to sort of hit across the ball to. Yeah, uh, but he but he made it for himself, didn't he? You yeah. know, and and fair fair play to him, a player that looks like. I mean, I don't know whether he's going to go, whether he's going to stay. Where, you know, there was talk of him going to Crystal Palace in the summer and it didn't happen because they signed Edouard from, yeah. from Celtic. But and, and I read a thing from, I think Mikel Arteta come out, it was probably post-match, one, whichever game, I can't remember. But he was, he was lauding that the players that are on the, you know, if you like, the, the backup, yeah. Saying that how how keen they are and how focused they are and and you know that that was a good job against Leeds. It, it was it was one of them. If you, if you don't go into it, if you're all walking around sulking, you, you're going to get beat. And we didn't, and we we got on with it, and it was a it was a good result. Yeah, you know? it's a good so, result considering you know we those players are getting no opportunity really, are they in the first team at the minute? Um, you know, no, even to the point where Rob Holdings managed to get his hair done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what intrigued me. It really did. Um, it, I, because it wasn't that long ago he he was playing, and it was in August time. And then he's come out and he's got a lot like, a full thatch on. And <laughs> I was, I, you know, every time I saw him, I was like, "Well, you've definitely had something." And it's weird. It's a weird. I always remember. A, a guy, a guy. When I first started work, um, the guy I worked for, his dad owned the the big part of the workshop. He, he had a, a body shop. Yeah. And um, I always remember chatting to a, one of his mates that owned it because he he had a wig. You know, no two ways about it. You could you could see it, and people used to say about I might try and lift it off and all this thing. But I remember talking to the bloke who was pals with him, and he dropped him off at Seven Oaks Station one day, and he went up to London. And yeah. um, he said, oh, I'll pick you up, I'll pick you up, you give me a shout sort of thing. And he, he was there, and he said, I'm standing in Seven Oaks Station, 
And he said, and I'm looking, I'm thinking, well, where the bloody hell is he? And I've got a tap on the shoulder, and I turn around, and there he is with a full head of hair. <laughs> he said, he said oh, you know, I've dropped him off, he was bald as anything, and he's come back with a full head. It's, yeah, really, really odd. But that, that was quite quite amusing. But it makes him happy, and he's he's going to play well. But you can definitely see that, that, that momentum is slowly starting to build within the squad. The players... You know, it's very difficult as well for Mikel to keep him happy. And this is where the no Europe bit, I think, is going to be yeah. the problem. You know, it's all right. You know, and, and, and thank God we're in the next round of the Carabao because it does just keep things going. Your FA Cup starts in January. We're going to lose a couple of players, obviously, with the African Cup of Nations in, in January. Yeah. So, so you've got to keep the squad happy. But it would be easier to keep Mappy if they were getting a game, you know. And it, it's because um, I don't think the semi the semi finals, in, in, uh, sorry, the quarter final. I, I think it's the week leading up to Christmas. Yeah, twenty first of December we're playing. Um, uh, yeah, Sunderland. so yeah, yeah so, so it's, it'll be in a couple of months in away, that in that um, sort of uh, mid January will be the the, the two leg semi final if we get through. Yeah. Um, and it's likely that we'll be without your parties, your Lacazettes. Um, no, Lacazette will be all right. Oh, not sorry, Abamyang, Abamyang, El Neni, El Neni. I mean, is there any? I've looked thinking about El Neni because you know we've mentioned is he the obvious choice to come back into the squad, back into the first team if you know Lacanga and uh, Granit Xhaka aren't. Performing, it does. I mean, I don't. I don't think that that performance particularly showed he deserves to be in that first team at the minute. No, I think. I think. Um, I think there's a lot of hope that that Maitland Niles is gonna. You know. Yeah, and he did look good. I have to say, yeah, he did yeah, look good. Yeah, uh, he looked so, composed. He has pace. Um, he's and, aggressive. And, you know. You know. Do you know I, what? I think I think that's probably what Mikel has, has spoken to certain players and said, look, we're, we're going to need you. We're going to need you. You, you know, we've got FA Cup. We've got a month without certain players. Just just keep your head down. Keep showing and, and show us what you can do. So it's, it's, it's a hard one to juggle. And, and at the moment, Mikel's getting it right, isn't he, really? Uh, you can't, can't argue with it. But nice to see us in a... A quarter final, and, and, and Man City are out. Basically, yeah. incredible. Uh, I mean, if anyone if anyone's got their name on that trophy this year, it, it, it never happens that way because you, you'll you'll knock out others. But West Ham, I mean, hmm. you know, to have beaten Man United away and then Man City, fair play to them. I mean, they. I'm not sure. Oh, they've got Tottenham, haven't they? In the in the in the quarter final. That's so, right, yeah. if they could knock Spurs out and then. Chelsea beat uh, Brentford. So, and then if West Ham could beat Chelsea, well, that means we would probably get Liverpool, didn't it? And that's <laughs> Leicester, yeah, whatever. But, we beat Liverpool know. in the last last year's um, uh, League Cup, didn't we? Yes, yeah, um, yeah. But I think yeah. you know it's um, it it's good to get through. It was a good good display, and I'm really pleased that kind of we did we didn't that second line didn't look like. A, Bunch of disinterested, no. sort of second team 
type no, players. No, I've got there to is say, definitely competition, and I think players like Ramsdale are proving. You know, if you show some passion and some commitment, and you really play hard, then oh god, just that moment where he kicks the ball away and uh, <laughs> he pumps his fist for the Leicester fans when they're going, oh, "Your yeah. shit are." Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, just it's such a character, isn't he? He is. Um, um, and, you know, you've got to think to yourself, is Jordan Pickford going to be in goal at the, at the World Cup with him playing like this? I, I, I honestly think we could see him being first choice for England by the end I, of this season. I, I, I think you're, you're, you're right, mate. I think we've got... So what have we got? We, we finish off our... Um, what have we got? What are we doing? We're finishing up our World Cup qualifying, aren't we? Yeah. In the next, uh, in the this, next international. After, in a couple of weeks after up, Watford, we've got yeah. a, another week, two yes. weeks off uh, for international duty. I think we're playing, we've got to play Poland again, which should be a hard game. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so you, you would think, in, and have we got San Marino again away or something? So you... I I, I'm, I'm thinking there's no way Gareth Southgate's not going to pick him as one of the three keepers to put in the squad. No. And he'll probably, I, I think he'll play Pickford against the, the Sterner opposition and, and Ramsdale again. I think it'll be one of them will we'll bring you in, isn't it? You know, to actually start a game, get your, get your, your sort of thing under your belt. And then, We'll see what happens then as we move on into next year, ready. But I, th- I think you could be right. If he carries on like he is, you know, how many goalkeepers themselves, Mark Bosnich, Peter Schmeichel, they're all saying, what a goalkeeper, you know? He's getting he's getting lauded by lots of, yeah, you know, Schmeichel decent saying keepers. That, uh, what a save uh, that was and all that. Yeah, I mean, um, listen, fantastic. And good luck to him, you know? he He's 23 years of age and... Wanted to come to us. He's a, a, a boyhood Arsenal fan, and and you can see that the, the the boy just oozes it. And I've been saying on here for a, a few weeks the difference in Arsenal, as good as Smith Rowe's been, and various players, you know the um, Gabriels and, and everything. But watching him, and I think I said it after the Villa game when we was playing against Villa, that boy organises it back there yeah. for someone so young and he'll call it and and it, it yeah it's 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 really it's really nice to see it and yeah he's gonna he's gonna fuck up he's a young he's a young keeper but really nice to see it I mean I think that you know we had when we came back from the last international break and we obviously we haven't lost a game in this international since the last international break yeah. um and you know when we came back for that it was a, a Brighton where we didn't play particularly well and Burnley, which was a bit of a struggle. And I feel like Lacazette has been the one to sort of steady the ship generally in the team in that yeah. he's kind of, he's had those second half performances, but when he's been playing from the start, he holds the ball up very well. He brings other players into it and it's just been a different it's been a different story with him on in and really what's happened is they've dropped Pepe um, because of it. So 
I mean, what do what do you think? I think it's it's difficult. We've obviously we've left out Odegaard, we've left out Pepe, um, and we're sort of starting to find a really a winning combination with this team. Yeah, I, 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 when you say Pepe's missing out, I, I, I mean. I think Pepe finished last season really well, and you, mm. you really thought he'd go on this season. And and you know, I, I sort of thought, yeah, this this might be the season. You know, this this could really be Pepe's season. And but I I don't think he's grasped it. But Odegaard, a little bit different. You know, he's gone back to Madrid. Then then we've signed him, and and I think there's there's a good player there in Martin He's still a very Young player in himself, twenty-two or whatever. Yeah. He is. But I think it's more Odegaard that's missing out. Now I think we all sort of said, I can't remember the game, and Odegaard was quite a lot of his passing was loose, and and he wasn't quite at the races. And and I think Mikel's seen that, and and sort of thought, well, maybe we'll just take you out the firing line for a bit, mm. and it's given him the opportunity to play sort of lacquer a bit more there, you know, and and. And it's, I mean, it was it's that, working, that, that first it? half against Crystal Palace where we put pretty much all five of our attacking options on. Um, so he had he had uh, Pepe and uh, Smith Rowe and Odegaard on. So it was only really Partey who was backing all that up. Yeah, um, and it didn't work because we just didn't have the ball um, yeah. for a lot of it, and uh, Odegaard was. Basically, sort of asked to do the um, the sort of the, the, defen- the defensive work in that. Yeah. Whereas you sort of see him very much in the mould of Mikel Arteta when he played for Arsenal. That he's the sort of one that goes to get the ball from the, not necessarily the tackler, but he's the one who goes and gets the ball from the back four and does something with it from yeah. that midfield area. And at the moment, that that doesn't seem to be a tactic particularly does it we we seem to be fizzing the ball up to Lacazette or we're, we're moving the ball quickly through the through, through the different lines yeah, rather I mean, than trying to rely on a sort of quarterback type role well we're at the end of the day we we all know it's it's when you look at all the new signings that we made so on Saturday Leicester so we had Ramsdale Tommy Asu Mm. Tavares, yeah, uh, Ben White, Lukonga, uh, Lukonga. So it yeah, was only Odegaard. It was only who's, Odegaard who's not that, in that, that, side, that, didn't, yeah. that didn't start. You know, so we're very much a, it, it. It's a developing thing, isn't it? You know, and and I think each game, it, each each game, you sort of have a decent result or you work hard. I mean, Saka came out and, and said, you know, defensively on Saturday, we, we were up against it, but but we dug in and Gabrielle's been fantastic. I, I just... I think, I just it, think like Odegaard had those good games where we were, you know, he had a good game against Norwich, I, I remember, and he had a good game against Burnley. Yeah. Um, which, which we both, you know, both those games were tight, but he seemed to star when he's got a bit more space around him. Um, and I think I think because obviously the pressure that Mikel's been under, yeah. once, once you sort of find a formula that seems to be doing okay, 
you, you, you keep doing it, don't you? That's the thing. And when you haven't got to rest players because you haven't got midweek football, why would you? You know, it, you know, it, it, if someone's not performing, then obviously you go right. Well, let's let's switch it around. Let's let's give him a break. Let's let's. But we're not. We're, you know, everyone seems to be doing it. Right. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about us and we're having a quite a good little run at the moment, but. We're not really talking about Saka at the moment, no. Um, you know, and and I'm not saying that he's not he's not working or he's he's not doing, but he's not he's not sort of as he was, if you like, towards I mean, the end had, of last he season. He had some good moments on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, working down that right hand side. I still think that right hand side is not his best position. I think he's better on the left. Yeah, um, where he can use that left foot. And I think he, you know, we have to play Aubameyang on that side. So it's sort yeah. of he's doing a job that not necessarily is his, his favourite. Um, but he's still, you know, in with the goal, the Smith Rowe goal, he's sort of made it. He's pushed it across to yeah, yeah, um, Lacazette, and this, you know, the, the the goal results from his play. He had that moment in the first minute of the game where he's got to the byline um, and Amate nearly put it in his own net. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's getting into the positions. It's just, I guess, really what you want from him is him to whip one in the far corner, um, you know, like your Freddie Lundberg or your Robert Perez. Yeah. You know, and- the, occasionally, rather, rather than look for those passes and get to the byline, you just just back yourself and go on and score. Um, and he... I, I think I think it, you know th- there's going to be a point. I, I, I think maybe with with Bakayu, with the, you know obviously the summer exploits with England, you know I think lots of lots of people would have turned around after that tournament and said how great he was, one of England's best players in the tournament. Um, you know, a lot of hype has come upon him very quickly, hasn't it? And and I think you know. Probably a little bit leggier than than he yeah, probably was six months ago. So, so, but at some point, it, it's really going to spring into life again, isn't it? That, that's the thing. It, they it don't will, stay. It will. It will happen. You can feel it. Like yeah, and and you know, you know what a player he is. So yeah. you know, I'm not. And you I'm see a doing... little bit of it in every game. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It yeah. just hasn't been. It you know they're. There's a fair amount of defending to do in the system, um, and he has to get back. Uh, so there's a sort of dual responsibility, and sometimes you think, you know, he's got he's got different relationships. I mean, both of our fullbacks are different for the last few games, and he's had to learn to play with Tavares, who is fast, um, oh, and gosh, Tommy Yasu, yes. who's sort of big and strong. And also wants to get forward, so you know he's he's had to sort of work and play with different players. Um, you know, some of the best performances I remember with him were him playing behind uh, Martinelli, or yeah. you know him with um, with Tierney behind him. Yeah. yeah. So on that left hand side, where you know he's not getting a chance. Um, but you know, as as you said, he will have a, his time. It oh, won't, it won't just go away. I guess yeah. I'm expecting him to be 
on full England duty. Maybe they won't play him against San Marino. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering. Got... I, don't, I don't know if when the squads are named or have they been named. I'm, 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 I mean, I don't want him to because I think he should stay at the end. But, I mean, if you're Gareth Southgate... He, yeah, Foden Foden didn't have the greatest Euros, but he is playing fantastically at the minute. Yeah, um, are you are you are you not going to take Smith Rowe? That's true. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I just, I mean, when again, lots of goalkeepers have come out and said how well Ramsdale's playing. There's lots of players saying that, you know, how good. Emil Smith Rowe is well. If you're Gareth Southgate, there comes mm. a point where I'm not saying he's going to go in ahead of Foden or, or whatever, but he needs to go with the first team squad, doesn't he? Because again, he could be a player that this time next year, when we're about four, three, four weeks away from the start of a World Cup, if if he's on the sort of form he's on at the moment. You can't you can't ignore it, can you? Because you've got Foden, or, or because you've got Jack Grealish. If, if that player, and let's face it, Emil Smith Rowe has been one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he stands out. Um, he definitely <laughs> stands out as a you know the uh, one of the young England stars. Um, so yeah, maybe he will get a chance. I mean, it is. It's, I've just looked. It's Albania and then San Marino. So right. that's, I mean, that San Marino game is at Wembley. So you well, that's the sort of game. You'd expect, isn't it? you know, to, to ease him in gently. There's no reason why not. Why not? Really, but it's there? very. It's, it, it's more the difficulty that Gareth Southgate's got, and, and you know, I don't want him rushed into anything. But if you've got one of the best players in the in, in the Premier League, mm. at, at what he does. If, if you're England manager and he's English, how do you not call him up? Do you see what I mean? It, 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 it's a tricky one with Gareth. And, you know, like you said about Ramsdale, you know, he could be the number one. And, and, and likewise, you know, Emil Smith-Rowe could be starting the first game in, in, in the World Cup next year. That That's how good he is. So it's a um, tricky one with Gareth. But, yeah, I mean, there's some – listen, we've got some great thing. I, I, one thing I would like – just say about Saturday, I was so impressed with the Arsenal away supporters. Mm-hmm. I, I I just thought right throughout the game, um, that's all you heard, wasn't it? There was yeah. nothing from Leicester. And I know we came out the blocks flying and everything and, and sort of kept them quiet, but they did not stop, did they? And there seems to be a real buzz at the moment, probably because we're, coming out of a dark corner fighting, you know, and everyone seems to have gathered a bit of, um, what's the, what's it called? Spirit, you know, like the, the, the wartime. The blitz sort of spirit. spirit or, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, that, there's that definitely sort of... a kind of backs to the wall. Let's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. get behind them, and, which and... you sort of expect from your team, don't you really? But, you, um... you do, you do Matt, but it, 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 I, I was really impressed with it. I, I thought, and and he, like I said, I think I said one of the best, like sort of noises in in the Emirates 
for a long time. And I know it's always going to be noisy against Tottenham, but even when we were rubbish against Chelsea, I, I thought we were noisy. I thought the crowd seemed a lot more. And I, I think I read something about where people have deferred their tickets or, or, or you know, with COVID of, yeah. of, of, of not renewed season tickets and stuff. So there's a lot of um, sort of Wenger season ticket holders of, are not there anymore. And it's an, there's a lot of newer people, if you see what mm. I mean. Not, not on, on mass, but there's, there's newer faces. And they're sort of bought in, uh, well, we've got to start again. And, and you I mean, know, that is, I mean a, lot of, a lot, you know, a lot of younger Arsenal fans. I know that we, we, we've sort of often moaned about, you know, all these fans who only know us from the Invincibles and um, from our double wins and all that sort of stuff. But actually, if you, you know, we haven't won anything since, you know, we haven't won the league since 2004. That's coming up to nearly 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. there are plenty of, you know, your boy Charlie, who's never yeah. seen Arsenal win the league. There's no. lots of people that are probably in their mid-twenties where sort of going to football is the the big thing who have never experienced Arsenal winning the league. And if they did, then they were probably four or five years old. So, that, yeah. you know, this is a whole generation that have not got maybe that expectation that we have as older fans, um, but they are going to win the league. And they're there in, uh, I don't know, more sort of innocent... Um, as innocent kind of fans. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. It, it, yeah, uh-huh. it, um, it just, just seems, it see, just seems to be that. I don't know. I think fans of, of maybe appreciating, or, or, or maybe thinking that if we are loud and proud, that will help the team. Whereas I think when we had. Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, it it, it didn't matter, did it? It didn't matter because, you know, you were were expecting to be 2-0 up at half-time. And when you didn't have your Bergkamps and your Henrys and it was your, um, you know, we moved on to Giroud and whoever, there was still that expectation. And now there isn't that really. Um, No. No, so but like I say, I just I just thought I was I was really. <clears throat> I mean, really so it was fascinating to read today about Luis Suarez, and obviously he wanted to leave Liverpool in 2012 for us, um, the old 40 million and one pound thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it, he's he said, you know, for him he wanted to play in a side uh, that was regularly in the Champions League. And obviously, at that point in his Liverpool career, he was golden boot winner in a season where Liverpool hadn't played in the Champions League. Um, so there was, you know, there's a real kind of, there was a real desire for him to get somewhere where um, the Champions League, he was going to get Champions League football regularly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it was a real missed opportunity for us. Um, Should have offered two pound more. <laughs> <laughs> but you know those. Uh, I, I mean, recalling kind of Arsene Wenger towards the end, you know, almost 
blaming the fans for the sort of pantomime atmosphere yeah. that was growing in the ground. And he understood, I think, what a really a team with a crowd behind them could be like. Um, but he wasn't getting it. And there is no. no way of generating that. You know, there's no way of encouraging that other than with the way you play football. And and, that, and, um, and I think that is that is um, like I say we, we've we, we've spoken <laughs> probably just before the international break last summer about how close Mikel was to you know maybe losing his job or, or certainly people questioning it to a point where he took serious. Now now he's had a good run, but and it's not been pretty. But I've not. You, you've not heard, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously Nuno's now left Spurs, but my God, the booing at Tottenham. Mm. Now, there's been none of that at Arsenal. He, he, like I say, the Chelsea game when we were really poor and, and if Chelsea had wanted to, they could have scored four or five that day. Um, Man City away, the Arsenal fans kept going and 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 despite the fact we got a good hiding and, and even to a point the Brentford game they did. No one's actually come out of you. You've not heard anybody sort of critically against Mikel Arteta at any time in this. People no. might talk about it on Twitter and social media, various things, and, and moan and, and groan and question it. without that. But it hasn't been vocally done by the crowd. There's been no booing. You know, there's there's, there's been no sort of bad feeling from the fans they've they've stuck with what's going on which which is given i I think it's really important what you said about the players that he has signed or him and edu have signed to be specifically in his team are the ones who are getting the game time and right that's right that's mainly the the back four and the keeper isn't it that's where those players are and that was the problem last season you know, we with your David Louises and your um, players not playing, not showing enough. Um, the beginning of this season, where we've had issues with people coming back from the Euros and and that sort of thing, we had to start with players that we didn't. He doesn't want to play, I think, yeah. and um, slowly he's kind of turned it round with. The, what the players he wants to play, and you know, I think did Leicester. We were the same team that played Aston Villa, and really, yeah. that's what you want at the minute, isn't yeah. it? You want that yeah. same team to come out against Watford. Um, and I think, yeah, with uh, unless there is someone with an injury, I, I, I think he will do. Uh, mm. you, you know, the, you're not saving them for anything. They're all go off. Whoever's off, pick for international stuff. Um, yeah, and th- this is where the the sort of Leicester scenario comes into things, isn't it? As in the the season they won the the Premier, and I'm, I'm don't don't for one minute think I don't think we're going to win the Premier League. But you you don't have to rotate those players. You you and then you build, don't you? you yeah. Everyone starts to adapt and learn more and more about each other because they're playing together, you know and. And, and like the defensive display, that wasn't just the back five. That was the team, wasn't it? The whole team defended. It was, it was, 
it was really good to see your backs are against the wall. You've got to dig in and 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 do a job, haven't you? And then eventually you'll you'll grind them down again, and you can start again. So it's um yeah, it, and that's what should be happening every week. That 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 should be the one, and and hopefully we'll pick up better results. I'd like to see us beat Watford on Sunday before we go into the break because Liverpool away the game after traditionally we normally get a a, a bloody good idea up there. So yeah. it's but and United away, but you know if we if we can get to December on maybe twenty twenty one points something like that the start of December or, or just after the Man United game. So we've got Newcastle and Watford in between. Well, Watford before Liverpool, then Liverpool, then Newcastle at home, and then Man United away. If we can be on. If we can be on something like 22, 23 points, somewhere around there after the Man United game, you know, we're almost 10 points better off than where we were with a couple of games to spare before Christmas. And everyone's beating everyone. You know, look at bloody Brighton coming back from 2-0 down at Anfield. Um, you got uh, uh, Crystal Crystal Palace Palace beating Man City. Yeah, Yeah, we're three points behind Man City. Stuart, just let's put that into context. Yeah, I know, mate. It's crazy. It's not. It's not that. It's not that ridiculous to think that you. You know, with not the commitment to European competition, that that you can steady the ship, play the same players, and and get momentum going. You know, no one was talking about Leicester winning the title in in November, were they? No, no. The the season they won it, but. If you get round to March and you're within mathematically within four or five points of, of, of top, there's no reason you can't. You know, it's it's that sort of thing. So yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm and I'm really pleased for Mikel because you know, you do question what was going on, and rightly so as fans, you you, you know, you want to see where we're going, what where, where it's heading. And I think these last few weeks have turned it round. November traditionally for Arsenal is one of the worst months in the football year go. for us. <laughs> but but let's 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 just hope that we can get something on Sunday, go into the international break, and then see what happens. So just see Absolutely. what happens. And um, you know, I feel, I feel like um, it's never it's never a great. Um, uh, over the last few years, it's always been a bit tense again whether we would get anything from Liverpool. But you've got to fancy us to at least put up a fight this time. You know, so many times in the last few years, we've gone up there and just rolled over. Um, yeah. And you've just got to hope that we, we've got a bit of that spirit and fight in us that's been seeing us through the last few fixtures and that we are dangerous from set plays and we are well, dangerous yeah, from, yeah. Um, you know, on the break. Right. You're right, and and I don't think you can go to Anfield, maybe, and come out the blocks like we have done against Villa and Tottenham and and Leicester, because you might leave yourself vulnerable. But now you've watched us do what we do, and you you look at that back five. If they're all together, you think, well, no, we we can do that. And, and I'm not saying go totally gun ho. But you get the feeling that we will cause them some problems. We'll press them, you know. We'll we'll make them make mistakes, and and if we can capitalise off the back of that, then then great. And and likewise, if if we come under pressure, you want to see that 
what we did with Leicester. People getting behind the ball, everyone helping each other out and, and frustrate. That's what Brighton did. And that's what you've got to do. You're not going to go up to Liverpool and dominate. You, you've, you've got to go up there and priority, priority is, is to, to work hard as a team, isn't it? And, and keep Liverpool out. You've always got a chance of nicking goals, haven't you, mm. against anybody? Quick final word. I think this is the only other thing I've got written down here is um, Johnny Evans. Red Sent card. Off. Red Sent card. Off. Sent off. All day long. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, literally, the the game, the, the 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 next game, the Man City Palace one, Laporte got sent off for, I would say, less of an obvious one, because yeah. he sort of kicked up at the ball against Zaha rather than just wrestled him to the ground. Yeah, the and Zaha was Zaha was already falling, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, whereas where this was, was totally was wrestled. Hanging. Yeah, he was totally yeah. wrestled to the ground, and he was the last man. So, yeah, no, it it was it was. Really, it was bad. And if, and if you know, you, you sort of think on it, had Johnny Evans come up with a late goal or, or, or a goal in the 80th minute and you're thinking, mm. shit, now we're under, you, you, you'd really be miffed, wouldn't you? You'd, you you'd would. be really <laughs> miffed. So, but, but, yeah, we can leave that one. So um, we've got our goalkeeper special, but I wanted to um, do a, a Leicester thing. A few Leicester things. So first, we've got uh, a quick fire Stewart. <laughs> so Stewart, uh, yes. what is what is Leicester the home of? Um, Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker. Yeah. What does Gary Lineker um, advertise? Well, oh, crisps. crisps. Walkers. Yeah, yes. not just walkers. There's lots of... Uh, there's the old Ashby, Ashby de la Zouche, um, which is Golden Wonder, I think, the factory there. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all around that area. In right. Fact. So this is the crisp quick-fire <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure how this is going to go compared to John, because John, you can imagine, is a bit of a crisp connoisseur. Whereas <laughs> I'm not sure you're, you're too bothered no, about the... I don't, I don't mind the crisp, but yeah, I, I think I can give it a go. Okay, let's see how you get on. So, uh, first one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Cheese and onion. Walkers or Golden Wonder? Golden Wonder. Watsits or Quavers? Quavers. Smith's crisps with a blue packet of salt in or pouring Worcester sauce on plain crisps? That's what Adele does. Oh, uh, no, it'd have to be Sniff's Chris with a blue because my granddad used to always have them okay. in, in his cupboard and that was a treat. <laughs> uh, Pringles or Doritos? I don't like either of them. Okay. You've got to choose um, one. Oh, God. I'll say Pringles. Then. Could you not use Pringles as a, like a, a makeshift exhaust? Or duck. Oh. You do duck faces with Pringles, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pickled onion monster munch or salt and vinegar discos? Oh, it's pickled onion monster munch all day long. Okay. Kettle chips or McCoys? McCoys. Man crisps. Opening a packet flat in a pub or just eating them normally out of the packet? Um, just eating them out of packet. <laughs> Not social crisp share. <laughs> Uh, frazzles or pork scratchings? Pork scratchings. And crisps or nuts? 
Nuts. Nuts. Okay, well, there you go. That just proves that you should have done that with John because you prefer <laughs> nuts to crisps. I doubt John <laughs> prefers nuts to crisps. Um, <laughs> but let's move on to a goalkeeper inspired stupid machine. And I, I, this was the bit I really had, had a lot of time to look at. Bloody hell. Right, so uh, it's 1995, Stuart. And okay. the Sandra Bullock vehicle, The Net, uh, is in our cinemas. <laughs> That's the goal. Fucking no idea what you're so, talking about. You don't remember the movie, The Net? No. About the early days of the internet. And uh, Anyway, let's put no. a quid in. And oh no, uh, a sexy computer programmer has stumbled upon government secrets and find themselves on the run from an unknown enemy, hell-bent on destroying her completely. <laughs> no. It really, it, it really, like, in the, in the days of where you could barely uh, get the football scores on the internet, if you went into an internet cafe... Um, they made this movie that suggested that all data against us would be used one day. So maybe it was uh, um, a little bit premature, but maybe it really was true in the end. So let's talk about the success of last week's Stupid Machine. You you won, Stuart. Yeah, what did I do? You had Colchester United who beat Scunthorpe 2-1, and you had Leighton Orient who beat Hartlepool 5-0. Yeah. Yeah, um, lower league. I mentioned Northampton Town, and they also won three nil. And Saturday I did, well. I did, Matthew. Yeah. In my my own bet, I did Northampton, yeah. Boreham Wood, and who was the other one? Oh, Newport. And Newport won five nil. You lot won three yeah. nil, and Boreham Wood got a late one. So yeah, I won thirty odd pound, which Excellent. is nice. But I've had to do this all on the rush, okay. so. I'm sort of, I'm sort of going to do this. I'm going for the M23 Derby winners. Yeah, so I fancy Palace to beat Wolves. Yeah, and I fancy Brighton to beat Newcastle. Okay. So um, I've gone back to the Prem. So that means Newcastle will win and Wolves will win. But I'm going, I'm going Palace and Brighton. Um, probably not big price, don't go mad, but yeah, if you had money on the, the ones last week, keep a little bit back and, and chuck something else in. The other one, and again, this is real stupid, but I've, Man United winning last week, Man City losing last week, they're both in Europe this week. Yeah. It's the Manchester derby. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and I know, I know Atalanta have just taken the lead against Man United yeah, yeah, in the Champions yeah. League. And, um, and I know, I know that Man United got dicked by Liverpool, but mm. I really don't see them wanting to let Man City do that. So I think they're quite a good price as well, Man United. They're about three and a half, four to one. Sillier things have happened. You know, the fact they're both playing in Europe this And they're both, you know, if, they, if Man United win, they're on the same points as Man City. Yeah, it's well. a big one. A so big one. you could throw that in there if you want to boost your price. But anyway, I, th- I think, yeah, go go with Brighton Palace. But if you fancy a little gamble, maybe chuck it on Man United. OK, well, um, uh, just a quick word about Newcastle as well. Because if you 
betting against Newcastle, you're betting against Unai Emery now. Um, Is he gone there? Yeah, and they're looking to install him at the weekend uh, straight away. Well, I, I heard he, I heard he was sing. I, I didn't think they'd announced he was in. Well, I mean, I don't know whether it's formal, but there's loads of news reports. There's a picture of him in a shirt. Um, oh, see, it, on on Sky at the <coughs> moment, on Sky at the moment, yeah, four hours ago it said. Um, former Arsenal head coach Unai Emery won the Europa League blah 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 blah. Uh, Newcastle have to pay six million but yeah it's it's not actually been you know no. not like not like Conte has been announced at, at Tottenham no okay do, so do you see what I mean so it's still they've top, said that they've but, had talks with um, Eddie Howe as well uh, Newcastle yeah. but it looks likely doesn't it Oh, it does. And to be fair, you you look at what Emery done at Seville and, and then what he's done now at Villarreal and you think, why was he so shit at our club? Well, I mean, he got us to the final, didn't he, in that yeah. competition and maybe that's, if he had won it, who knows? Um, you know, we were just, a, we had a bad game that night in Azerbaijan, didn't we? And, yeah. Um, yeah, just, just, just a bit of a an odd one, but I suppose he wants to try and prove it. I mean, let's face it, managers nowadays they don't give a shit, do they? Oh, no. I still I sorry mean, there must be a, a pretty purse. Um, oh Christ! I mean, if they've got to pay six million in compensation to him, he's yeah. obviously on good money at Villarreal. He's going to get more money at Newcastle. He'll probably sign a two, three-year contract if they sack him next summer because. You know they've gone down or whatever. He'll still get five, six million pound payoff. He ain't gonna. Well, Steve Bruce got eight million pound for Christ's sake. Yeah, you know, it's quite sad what happened to Bruce, the stuff Steve Bruce said at the end. Really, wasn't it? It was. But it's but actually quite an interesting sort of comment on how managers are treated by the fans, the press, everything. Yeah, um, I mean, listen, but Matt, you've gone into a job that you know what it's all about. Let's face it. So he's rung his missus mm. and, and gone, I've got some news for you. So she's gone, oh, what's up, love? Um, I've been sacked. Oh, my God. But pack the bags. We've got £8 million. Pound, let's fuck off on all of yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it not, it's, not, it's not like it's not like you've just been sacked from a job. Um, I mean, that, that, that bloke, will go back into football if he wants to. He might not want to. He might think... I mean, that's old. the sort of impression he gave was, you know, I think this could be it for me because I don't know whether I can put my family through it again. Um, and obviously, people are different, have different sensitivities. And he was obviously taking it, particularly because he is a Geordie and, yeah. you know, that's his part of the country. But being that, you know, being sort of almost, uh, you know... Cancelled by your own people is was yeah, his. his uh, he wasn't. He wasn't backed. I mean, Rafa Benitez came away from there, didn't he? Because yeah. he, you know, there was no backing from Ash Ashley, and it. I mean, Unai Emery's right for a, a year and a half, and then gets sacked again, isn't he? Oh, and it, uh, it's not going to bother him, is it? No. It's not going to bother him because there'll be there'll be a club in there'll be a club in Spain. That will take him back in a shot, won't they? You know, he's he's yeah. not he's not got to worry, he's got is the record, he? So, yeah. I think what he's coming back 
if he's coming back, I mean, let's face it, they're going to spend big time, aren't they? You know, so he is going to get the chance to bring in a lot of players. And I mean, they're going to be the new Man City. There's no two ways about it. Um, that's not to say they're going to win the league for a couple of three years, but yeah. Emery's good, got the chance. And if you want to, if you want to shove two fingers up to all everyone at Arsenal <laughs> and and sort of prove them wrong and sort of say, well, look at me, he, he's got a massive opportunity, and 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 he's going to be paid handsomely to 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 try and turn the club around. And yeah, if, it, it's a good it's a good little thing he could get, but. Wait and see. Wait and see. I think if I was Newcastle, I think I'd I'd, I'd more chance me on with Eddie Howe than than Unai Emery. But anyway, yeah. yeah okay. Well, uh, let's put another quid in the uh, the net, stupid machine, uh, and imagine a, imagine a world where everything was about about you was on record. But let's face it. In 1995, the only thing that was on record about me was the multiple attempts to download a hardcore pornographic picture, line by line, over a period of four to five minutes. <laughs> so, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> we move on to the uh, Jigbox Challenge. I know you're always near to comfort me when teardrops start. You're my hero, you're my everything, you're the keeper of my heart. If now, there we go. This is an interesting one this week, isn't it, Stuart? Hey. Because we're back to, remember the days when we used to do Winner Stays On and um, we'd have to come up with five questions each and then yeah. you said... Oh, you and John both both agreed that you weren't writing questions anymore. So uh, we're back to that. You've written five questions about goalkeepers, I understand. I have, Chris. and I've written five questions about goalkeepers. So we could be asking each other the same questions, <laughs> and if not, then we've probably done enough research to answer each other's questions. But first of all, what's your tune? I want flawless. I can't remember who it's by now. Um, and 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 only only in um, it's just a little chink of the glass for Aaron Ramsdale at the weekend because he was absolutely flawless. The ones, Absol- the ones, the ones. That's it. Yeah. And that's so, appropriate, isn't it? Because he is the one, number yeah, one, the one. And yeah, it, it was flawless. Number and, one on his shirt. Yeah, fair play to you, Aaron. So yeah, I'd like that if if I win, please. And in honour of Leicester, I've picked a Leicester band for my tune. Know any Leicester bands, John uh, Stewart? Um, I, th- I think I should. Yeah, someone like Kasabian or correct something. Kasabian are from Leicester. So oh, I've yeah. picked "Under the Moon of Love" by Shawadi Wadi, <laughs> <laughs> who fam- oh which God. famously kept um, "Somebody to Love" by Queen off the number one spot, Jesus. one of the greatest songs ever written, uh, kept <laughs> off by "Under the Moon of Love." Which yeah. I will play if I win. So who's, who's who are we going to get to go first here? Because the cat might be in out of the bag. <laughs> um, Shall I go first? My yeah, five go questions. On. Okay, you go first. Right. Question number one: Which goalkeeper famously did the scorpion kick to clear the ball at Wembley? Hagita. Correct. Number two: 
which goalkeeper uh, um, scored for Carlisle United uh, in injury time to save them on the final day of the season in 1999 in the league? Do you know, I, I can picture him doing it, but I've no idea what his name is. It was Jimmy Glass. Right, yeah. One of the most famous goalkeeper goals. Talking of famous goalkeeper goals, um, Allison scored last season. But what is Allison's second name? Um, I don't know, Matt. Allison Becker. Oh, yes. Fuck it. Yeah. Question number three. Which eye did Gordon Banks lose? <laughs> uh, which eye? Yeah, he lost his eye in a motoring accident that ended his career. Uh, left. His right eye. <laughs> Fucking hell. And final mm. question. Where did David Seaman meet his wife, Frankie Portney? Fishing. <laughs> he, she was his dancing on ice partner. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. So all about goalkeepers there. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. a way. Yours were a lot more trickier than mine. These okay. were a piece of piss. Right, so you got one. So I've got one to beat. You didn't, I didn't yeah. ask any questions that you're going to ask, I presume. No. No, no, okay. no. All right. So, well, there's, there's only one goalkeeper has won the Ballon d'Or. Who okay. is that? Oh, wow. Uh, um, I'm going... I, I have given you, I have given you sort of four possibles and yeah. then you tell me, but I'm thinking I need to try and hang on to me one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm, I'm right. There's, I'm, I'm thinking there are three that it could be. Um, one would be uh, Gigi Buffon. Two would be um, Ika Casillas. Three could be um, oh, the goal of the German one. I'm going to say Gigi Buffon. Well, so the four I had for you, because right. it's, it's wrong. So the four I had for you was Peter Schmeichel, yeah. Peter Shilton, Lev Yashin, or yeah. Ika Casillas. All right. And um, the, the correct answer is Lev Yashin. Okay. Who did he okay. play for? Belgrade or uh, something? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, on the Peter Schmeichel, how many career goals did Peter Schmeichel score? Well, he's... I'll, I mean, give, you, okay. I'll give you... You got five, zero, 21, or 12. Did he? Did he used to take penalties? I Don't mean, he, Google he, for fuck's sake. No, no. I'm Don't just thinking you. whether he took penalties uh, for his Norwegian club or something, and there might be quite Dan- a Danish. Danish. Sorry. Um, I'm going to say twelve. <laughs> yes, correct, Matthew. That's one. He definitely That's used one. to. Be, was one of the sort of original keepers who would come up for corners at the end, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Who is the only England goalkeeper to have been sent off in an international match? Ooh, um, <clears throat> okay. International match sent off. 
I'm going to say David James. No, no, he was. I had four possibles oh, for right. you. So you're wrong. So you're not getting it. Yeah. So I had Chris Woods, David yeah. Seaman, yeah. Peter Bonetti, or Robert Green. Oh God, I, don't, I mean, I still don't know. Peter Bonetti, maybe. No, it was Rob Green. Rob Green. Okay. Yeah. I can't even remember what he did. Um, I yeah. do remember. Didn't he fuck up? Oh, what was it he did? Like, I mean, you can get sent off as a keeper for bringing someone down, obviously. as a Yeah, and I think it was something um, like that. Yeah. I think it was something like that. All right, which club has David James not played for? Okay. Watford, West Ham, Newcastle, or Aston Villa? Um... Don't Google it. I'm not Googling it. I'm going to say... Mm-mm. I'm going to... He's definitely played for Villa. Uh, Watford. I'm saying Watford. Um, incorrect. Oh. He, it was Newcastle. Yeah. He played for Watford. He played for West Ham and he played for Reston Villa. All right, okay. So we're level at the moment. Yeah. One apiece. So last one. Right, Alex Stepney of Man United in 1975 dislocated his jaw during the game. Yes. But why? Was it it that he blocked a shot with his face? Mm -hmm. Was it that he collided with a striker? Mm -hmm. Was it that he did it shouting at his Mm defence? Or was it that he ran into a goalpost? I'm going to say he did it. Shouting at his defence. Correct, man. <laughs> You've won the quiz. You've won the quiz. That's a great fact. And, um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, in honour of Leicester City, the team we beat, and uh, here is seven brightly jacketed men. Uh, <laughs> my, my friend Nick put down at school at, on his careers form that he wanted to be a green shawaddy waddy. <laughs> um, here is Shivadi Wadi and Under the Moon of Love.
There you go. Let's kept, go for kept, a little <laughs> under the kept, um, I think I might have seen Shibody Wadi live somehow. Like really? the, when I was very, very young in the seventies, that they were sort of on. I did some. There were some weird things that went on in the seventies in terms of promotion. Like I saw Nucky Bear on a housing estate. I don't know whether you remember <laughs> that sort of, when they opened a Wilcon sort of uh, Wilcon housing estate. Um, Roger DeCourcy and Nucky Bear turned up in a helicopter. Oh my god! I think Terry Wogan would turn up and stuff to them as well. I'm sure I saw um, Eddie Kid and Shawadi Wadi somehow. So there you go. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to give well you a, done, though, have yeah. to give you a chance uh, um, at getting yeah, the other on. one. So I'm, I've got the names of t- the ten. This was my other option. Right, I reckon if you can get five of these clubs right that these goalkeepers play for, I've got ten here. You can have yeah. um, your flawless played at the end. Okay. Okay. So yeah. these are all the first first choice goalkeepers at Premier League clubs at the minute. They're maybe not the ones you know. So I'm, I'm taking a chance on that. Right, ready? Yeah. Number one, Tim Krull. Norwich. Correct. Jose Saar. Jose Saar? Saar. Saar. Uh, and it's their number one? Yep. Jose Saar. Uh Foster's at Watford. Sanchez is at Brighton. Uh, Pickford's at Evan. Are you sure, mate? Mm-hmm. Um, oh. No, it's me, me thingy. I think I'll get a lot of it. Uh, Saw. Fucking hell. Um, Southampton? It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, number three, Vincent Gaeta. Vincente Gaeta. He's at um, uh, Palace. Correct. Nick Pope. He's at Burnley. Fabianski. West Ham. Edouard Mendy. Chelsea. Alex McCarthy. Alex Southampton. Correct. Robert Sanchez. Brighton. Correct. David Raya. Brentford. Correct. That's it. You got nine out of ten. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, well I, I, I mean, if it, yeah, number one first choice. I'm, I'm starting at that. Yeah, Wolves. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So I'll get mine. You get yours. Um, and, uh, yeah. So you've uh, just, so just got Watford, haven't we? Yeah, we've got Watford ahead of the international break. Um, what do you reckon? Um They've had an up and down sort of time of it, Watford, haven't they? I mean, um, they've looked good at times, but they've had some terrible results as well. I think they're probably better up front than they are in defence at the minute. Well, I was I was stunned with their result at Everton when they beat them five two away. You know, so you you have got and then. I mean, Saturday. there was a bit of stuff there, wasn't there? That they the player they had let go was it Josh King. Everton, or he hadn't yes, played yeah, when yeah, he'd been yeah. there, got the hat trick, and so it was sort of motivated by a bit by kind of the situation. And they played badly, Everton, in that game. Yeah, and 
And Everton has seemed to have hit a bit of a wall, haven't they, with recent results? Mm. You know, lost last night to Wolves. And so I don't know how to, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, well, Claudio, you know, Ranieri, he's, he's starting to find his feet now. And then they go and lose at Southampton. So, yeah. Sort of bit of an unknown. They got that. I mean, I think they've got to think they're going to win that game, haven't they? Yeah, I I mean, I do. I I think you you don't want to go into the international break having lost or really even drawn it. You you want to just see that across the line, didn't you? A one or a two nil, I think, for me. You know, you shouldn't be conceding against them. And if you defend like we did Saturday and, and when you've got the sackers... Smith Rose, Abamyangs, Lacazette's, you should you should get goals, shouldn't you? There's no there's no reason why we shouldn't score. I'll I'll go I'll go two nil. Two nil else. Yeah, and I think, you know, since Ranieri's taken over, they haven't looked great, Watford, have they? Um well, so he's gonna take... the Everton game, Matt. The Everton game. Yeah. It, it was it was a funny you know, like I say, it was a bit of a curveball because they got an absolute hammering off of Liverpool in 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 Ranieri's first game, where mm. I said, "Ah, oh, coming off the back of this, that you know, I'd go for Watford to get the draw or something." And they just got battered, and no fight, no nothing. But you know, he's had a couple of weeks now. Are they going to be a bit more? I don't know. It, I mean, I, 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 their player um, Saar, is it? Um, yes, yeah. He's, he's a good. good he's a good young player, um, and obviously they're coming off the back of Josh King getting a hat trick, so they might be a bit dangerous. I'm going to say we're still we're, we we should be looking to comfortably beat them. I'm going to say three one. Fair play, yeah, um, and. You know, if we do that, then that's twenty points, and Man United, Man United, you know, Man United have got a hard game at the weekend. Uh, I'm not sure who West Ham have got. Who have West Ham got? They've got Liverpool. So we could find ourselves in fourth, um, in sort of in fourth, or at least yeah, on yeah. Level no, on listen, I, you got you just got to keep trying to pick up as many points as you always should. You know that's. You just got to see where you are come Christmas, and yeah, a big one. You, you need to beat Watford because the next game away at Liverpool. Seriously, there, there won't be many supporters putting much money on Arsenal to come away with three points from Anfield, will there? Let, no. let, let's face it. So, if you were going to have a bet on Arsenal to win one of those two games, you'd be betting on them to win Sunday, and, and maybe not at Anfield, but. You know, you just keep it building. Was it? Was it in all competitions? Is it nine games? Nine games. Unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. Nine games unbeaten in all competitions. So that that breeds confidence, doesn't it? That's 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 what you've got to keep doing. And you know, you're only playing the teams you've got in front of you. Just 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 keep plugging away. You know, if if we struggle when we get a an 89th minute fucking in off someone's you know, arse on, on Sunday. Yeah, Take the do. three points. Yeah. Take the three points. You know, let others see where they get, how they get on. It's You don't win the title now. Let's, let's just keep going and, and, and keep picking up points. And try and let's at least try and put ourselves in the frame 
to be fighting for something at the end of the season, yeah, i.e. Yeah, maybe maybe Europa League or you know, something we need some improvement. So let's let's just keep trying to push up as far as we can. Okay, well let's hope for a bit of a flawless um end to this part of the season through to the international break. And this is the ones. See you Please. next see you next week. Yeah, come on you go. Come on you go. Slight perfection. Like no other flawless. Absolutely flawless. Absolutely. Just like perfection. Needs no correction. <laughs>